You're listening to Caddy Wampus. It's like I tell if he's doing a law informed bit. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to turn into the harum thing. Is this my cue? (laughs) (laughs) Harum! Oh, God. I think think I'm good. It's like fucking recording with Statler and Walter. I think I am good. I wish. I wish we had their clout. (laughs) Their clout. Wish I had their their business acumen. (laughs) Clearly, they own the theater, right? They must. They're always there. Oh, I always so. used to think as a kid that those two characters in the uh, Angel and Rubber Phantom of the Opera, the two um, uh, people who buy the opera house are based on Statler and Waldorf. I was like, where's my where's my Muppet Phantom of the Opera? Like Muppet Christmas Carol, but Statler and Waldorf are obviously those two guys. And Fozzie's the Phantom. Yes. Kermit's Ral. Oh, God, why hasn't this and been Yeah, yeah, yet? see, it's perfect. And, you know, obviously Miss Piggy is uh, is Christine Daae. That's good. Yeah, that, how would that you, works. How would you feel about a Lovecraft Muppets? What? Oh, like Kermit is Cthulhu? Yeah. It's not easy being the ancient one. <laughs> a, a guy wakes up and he's on this weird, weird uh, island and it turns out to be Fozzie in the middle of the water going waka waka. <laughs> I would like to see at the Mountains of Madness with... <laughs> Someday with you'll uh, find it. The blood sacrifice connection. <laughs> Oh, and Ralph can be the can be the blind musician who opens the gateway. <laughs> okay, that was fun. Yep, mm-hmm. this was a good diversion. Yeah. Hi, I'm David. I'm Steve, and I'm Brian, and we're here to talk about Spawn. Are you? Do also, we have to? Also known as the prequel to Hunt. <laughs> More or less. Kinda. Or like the spiritual um, precursor. Like the ancestor, Hans <laughs> and Hans' long lost grandfather, Spawn. Definitely like Haunt. 10,000 times better than Spawn. So so just to cover what what part of Spawn we really tackled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's origins. You and I are, re- or I guess, did you read it or are you just familiar with the first 12 issues? Oh yeah, I read the first 12 issues again. Okay. I've read them before. So we read Real the first... Spawn head over here. <laughs> we read the first 12 issues of the original run and we also watched bits of the animated series we basically watched the bulk of season one of the spawn hba series which i've also seen before the animated series so i've seen it all before yeah and then we watched the live action movie from 98 97 98 yeah Yeah. uh you sure it wasn't 1984 it sure looked like it as i said before we could have just watched the guyver 97 (laughs) okay michael j white 97 so i've got to say that classic i as a kid Always saw Spawn action figures, the Spawn video games, the the movie came out. Were there Spawn video games? Yeah, Super Nintendo. Um, and there's a, I think there's a fighting game, and there's also like a 3D adventure. I missed game. this. I know Spawn was in one of the Soul Calibers, right? Uh, yes, Soul Calibur two on the okay. Xbox only. Yeah, each each system yep. got an exclusive character. It was like yeah, Yoda. For some it was like Yoda, Spawn, and no, 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 no. Yoda was four. Um, that yeah. one was GameCube got Link, Xbox got Spawn, and PS. Two got Hayachi in a diaper. Yep, from Tekken. In a <clears throat> diaper specifically. Well, I mean, that's what he wears. But, but So just Hayachi. <laughs> Hayachi, yeah. Yeah, but I always like to put but emphasis a, yeah. on the diaper. It's like saying Link in a tunic. You're like, yeah, yeah yep. generally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like Link. Or Spawn, but, or spawn in a cape. <laughs> but yeah. So I saw, I saw, I feel like I saw Spawn everywhere. 
and you know, like the action figures were definitely all over the place. Um, America was spawn crazy but, in the nineties. Yeah, going, which is weird given what it is. How crazy we all well, were. I for don't. Spawn. I don't understand how anyone likes Spawn. I don't even between the comics, the TV series, and the movie. I cannot fathom being interested in it because it it has no real selling point. It has nothing that grips at all. Well, it's, it's gritty. No, yeah, it's real. not though. It's yeah. Having excavated all endpoints of Spawn today, it does um, nothing. Well, we I think one of the biggest issues that we kind of were talking about is that the problem with Spawn is that it doesn't really have, except for the movie, the Michael J. White movie. There's not really a hook, which is the premise is it's about uh, an assassin who um, gets sent to hell and he comes back and that's it. There's not like a, even though the comic um, has like a ticking clock of how long until his power runs out, there's not a dramatic drive. There's not, there's no driving pulse to it. Like at least in the Michael J. White movie, he comes back and fairly early on in act one, they're like, and you're here to kill the people who killed you. And you're like, okay, something to do, which is like sorely lacking in the HBO show, sorely lacking in the comics. Well, they, he specifically comes back from the dead. Like he sells his soul to Mm -hmm. the devil to see his wife again. Mm -hmm. That is the, the whole premise. Wanda. Yeah. He just wants to see Wanda. Yeah. You can't say it any other way. Yeah. It's not her name. It's pronounced Wanda. And it just, in in oh god, I, I find it really strange that in the comic. Okay. So in the in the comic, once Al Simmons comes back, Al Simmons, the character often depicted as black, comes back and he's burnt. Yep. He's burnt to death. He has burns all of his body. How does he get to see Wanda in the comics? So he uses his powers to form a disguise, which more or less turns him into a human. But the problem is, is that it turns him into a white male. He refers to himself as looking like a beach bum. Or something along those lines. A Matthew McConaughey, if you will. Right. And yeah, so he he goes to see his wife and realizes once he gets there that she has remarried his his best friend. Terry Fitzgerald. Who in the comics is a black male who was his best friend. Uh, And he also discovers that they have had a child. And all of this happens within minutes of him getting on the porch and discovering this. Uh, And all of it is too much to take and he ends up passing out. And they take him into their home and take care of him. And he thinks about trying to talk to them about everything that's going on, but instead just says, anyway, I got to go. Thanks for the help. Sorry to bought, sorry I ruined your day. And that is completely different in the movies, completely different in the uh, series. They drop the race-bending aspect. <laughs> they completely... Wisely. Well, they... they've Yeah, they, yeah. I found it really strange that they replaced his best friend with a white guy. Oh, in the live action. In the live action. It just seemed unnecessary. It, it seemed like a weird change. And they they didn't talk about, I guess, Spawn didn't really show his emotions much in the in the movie. Whereas in the comic, I you... I thought Michael J. White emoted quite a bit in the film. <laughs> but you, you really get to understand Spawn's inner turmoil over, over the whole situation and how uh, he and his ex-wife were unable to conceive a child and seeing that his best friend and her have had a kid Mm -hmm. he in in the words of the comic feels like less of a man well todd mcfarlane's working out his issues with masculinity and race but it is a it is a very (laughs) very it's very different depending on which medium you decide every time you buy an issue of spawn you're basically facilitating todd mcfarlane's therapy is kind of what it feels like Please don't add him, by the way, after this. 
Oh, I'm going to. Man, that was kind of my top priority. I'll throw a Mark McGuire baseball at me. It, it's weird having read Haunt and being somewhat of a fan of Haunt. And then going back and seeing... Still a fan of Haunt, huh? Still <laughs> really? holding on to that dream. Really? That torch. In comparison to Spawn, fuck yes. Prepares, yeah, well, you know. Um, we'll, see, we'll see if you change your tune after the Haunt animated uh, series on Showtime. No, that'll never happen. It does. No, I was just trying they to They don't figure. adapt fan fiction. But seeing <laughs> seeing this Spawn... Well, I can't say that. Seeing the Someone Spawn animated Someone show... Someone hasn't seen Shameless Season 8. Seeing, seeing the Spawn animated show does make me less excited for the invincible animated series i don't i don't think it has any effect on it but just seeing what they have done in the past i think spiritually it does because i think i i love robert kirkman and i feel like we are counting the days until the interview of robert kirkman on the press tour for the invincible animated series where he's like well we just wanted to live up to you know the legacy of uh, image animation like this excellent hbo spawn animated series like he's gonna say that yep you mean you don't mean the Wildcats animated movie that only aired in Australia or whatever? Can't say I ever saw that one. Well, plus Image doesn't talk about Wildcats because Jim Lee sold it to DC. Oh yeah, they don't. They act uh, as if they act as if Jim Lee was never part of Image. I am curious, having having done all of this spawn today, having spawned out, having having been spawned to death. That um, sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah. Having having been there's nothing more erotic today. than watching salmon spawn. I I would like to now formally spawn. resign from the podcast. podcast. Yes, goodbye. <laughs> no, I I would like to know what is considered the definitive spawn experience. What is the best of the best that spawn can possibly offer? You give and Todd know... McFarlane fifty dollars <laughs> and he tells you stories while he kicks you in the ribs. Wait, is he going to tell me the story of how spawn and haunt? Actually team up i think the definitive part of fifty dollars Sp- you'll find out <laughs> i think the definitive version of spawn is the kick-ass intro rod serling style intros in the spawn animated uh, series where todd mcfarlane is drawing in a castle <laughs> and turns around and goes have you ever made a deal with the devil turn off your lights kids it's, yeah, time, for spawn. it's time for spawn it's such a weird thing to me <laughs> that spawn it's still running, which I mean, I, I guess yeah, I get because Todd is. McFarlane is, you know, one of the heads of Image. But how does it have fans? I guess I, I, I don't really know what the numbers still are on that book, like the diamond numbers. I'd be I'd be curious to know, but, but I, I don't know off the top of my head. I would imagine they sell. I, I showed you earlier that I was looking at some of the newer issues, and I do think from an art perspective, it looks pretty good. I don't know how the story is. I don't. I think this well, is the first thing I've actually read by Todd McFarlane, other than Haunt. Well, historically, Spawn has launched several careers for artists. Obviously, Greg Capullo came off of Spawn. On the same and Twitch book, Alex Maleev came off of that book. These are early works. I think Ashley Wood as well. There's a lot of early, um, I will say, you know, to Todd McFarlane's credit, like I think he's definitely interested in, in finding talented young artists and launching their careers. And Spawn is a really good training ground in that it's a stalwart book that's monthly to the best of its ability, you know. It's established, um, and if you jump on, somebody's going to see it. You can't really really raise or tank the sales of spawn with whatever you do on it well, it's it's interesting it's, in that way isn't it yeah like it's gonna sell what it's gonna sell like like it's, you it's can kind of do whatever you want it's probably. here deal with it people love it for whatever reason they're gonna buy it like at one point i'm pretty sure gaia becomes the ultimate character and you find out that spawn replenished the way the counter went down and spawn traded hell powers for earth powers and then they locked god i'm not making any of this up because steve is looking at me like i am i know look at me like i'm high i believe i believe spawn cuts 
a deal with Gaia, the Mother Earth, and they lock God and the devil into an alternate dimension or the future or something like that, like the end of the Earth, and just have them fight off in eternity. And so they rid the world of God and the devil, and now Spawn has Earth powers. So, so they samurai jacked God and the devil. <laughs> To the future to fight it out. Kind of, yeah. Like, I know I've seen the like mythical warrior spawn mm-hmm. figures, and I just looking at covers have seen at a comic shop when they mm-hmm. were going through a whole bunch of different like mythical whatever. Well, there's like medieval spawn too, which is, yeah. which is Kaliustra, the character we saw in the movie. And I assume the narrator of the animated show. I don't know who else would be narrating it. Todd McFarlane. It's got to yeah. be medieval spawn. <laughs> that's not. That's not yeah, no, it's not him. Also, the animated series uh, has Angela, the Neil Gaiman character, that um, uh, <laughs> now is a Marvel character. So, Steve. <laughs> what, mm, what that's great, A th- Spawn. <laughs> what did you think of Spawn? Sweet Jesus. Spawn's hands down one of the hardest things I've watched in a while. Like, that it was one of the hardest things I've had to stomach. The story that's there is razor thin. I cannot express my disdain for John a, Leguizamo as anymore. As sharp as a cape, one might say. <laughs> yeah, it just it's awful like that whole film from start to finish was awful again we could have watched the guy <laughs> John Guzamo is worse in this movie than he is in the movie The Pest in which the goal of the movie is for him to be so annoying that men would hunt him for sport yep waste of Martin Sheen waste of Black Dynamite I mean, I get it. At this point, his career, like, why wouldn't you take it? Right. It's probably a good idea, too. Especially if you looked at, like, the script for this movie and the production design and the concept art. It's the same summer as Batman and Robin. And and I'm sure if you're looking at, like, the pre-production of this movie and, like, the trailer for Batman and Robin, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to nail Like, we are nailing it. You know, like, you probably thought you were in goddamn a Christopher Nolan movie at that point. So I don't blame, like, anybody for, like, signing on, but... It just feels like Michael J. White deserves a better Spawn movie. Actually, this raises an interesting question. That came out the same year as Batman and Robin. Same summer. Same. Oh, wow. Which one was worse? Batman and Robin. I mean, yeah, Batman and Robin, sure. it's a more technically competent film, but... I think God. I'd rather watch that. No. Oh. oh. It's so no. long. Like, I know. It, it, but... it, it takes forever. You think the pace of this movie was slow? I do think that for, <laughs> for what they had, as far as a script and casting blah 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 in batman and most no no sorry spawn uh most of the cast did what they could like that clown his acting wasn't wasn't bad i mean in john leguizamo's defense he did what i can only assume was asked of him right i I think he did fine i think the clown was i'm sure that was all in the script i'm sure that's not him going i know what i'll do i'll cgi fart right now you guys will add that later right right like it's all plain you know what i mean like like it's not their fault yeah Uh, it's it's he he was he was just following orders. <laughs> the only person, ah, the good. Only, <laughs> the only person we're that, using that defense. Fair. The only person that couldn't act, in my opinion, was uh, Terry. He, he, he just he was awful. Famed yeah. actor DB Sweeney. You say that, but that name sounds not familiar. <laughs> uh, you mean the star of Quicking on Wikipedia <laughs> of Eight Men Out? He was Shoeless Joe Jackson in Eight Men Out. He was in. I don't know what any of these are. He was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. I'm not doing myself any favors right now. Yeah. He was in... Uh, he's in two episodes of 24. He was somebody so, in So Taken I'm not two. wrong. He's John Galt in those Atlas Shrugged movies. Ooh, oh, that doesn't help him. <laughs> that's all. not good. He's Ain in The Legend of Korra. What? He's the adult Ain. 
So maybe his voice acting is better than his actual acting? By large margin. Yeah. Well, there just, you go. Oh, he, just, he just had this blank stare on his face when he was talking, especially in there was one scene where I was like, this is awful. Well, he has a face for radio. I mean, Martin he Sheen. He says over Martin the Sheen radio. wasn't doing much better. Oh, oh, God. We were talking about like fake. Martin Sheen must be thanking God that the West Wing comes out like a year after this. He's like, whoo, this is a close one. I could have been stuck in Spawn. If you could change something about Spawn. The movie or the character or what, the concept. What, me what having ever change? watched it. <laughs> My knowledge of it. <laughs> My awareness I, of the film. That's what I, I would change. I feel like Spawn as an idea can be good and is good when done properly. And we were talking about it earlier. The Crow is more or less a good version of what Spawn is. Well, I think the Crow wisely does a few things, which is one, ticking clock of, or not ticking clock in the sense of like timing out, but like, clear objective hey those four people who killed you kill them and like it's no one tells him to do it it's just what he feels like he must do he comes back and he just has this feeling and also that movie stays fairly mystical where it's like a crow brings him back there's really no mention of heaven or hell as concrete ideas there's really no specific religion or mythology it's following keeps everything very basic and very emotional and this movie it's like God this and devil this and dear God, there's Malbogia, a fucking Nintendo 64 character. And here's a portal to hell and this transforms into hell and that's hell and this and, and then, but at the same time, hell's really interested in making sure you all have automatic weapons. And like, it just creates so many questions about the logic of things. And I don't, I still don't even think I really understand what their end goal was. To get to heaven and burn it down, basically. Yeah, to defeat and, and God. And the only way they could do that was, was with to, Spawn. Well, it was to create Spawn and then yeah. have him kill somebody, which... the, the Essentially, the, pl the plan for hell was they create chaos and strife on Earth jumpstart the apocalypse to get more souls to get more souls they kill the most powerful warrior on earth to make him the leader of their army yep. so that when they get to heaven he can basically just raffle stomp his of, way of heaven, to yeah. god yeah so i think in the comics and i think talking about like neil gaiman's angela character like i think something that, that i do think is interesting is the idea that heaven is just as militant and dogmatic and warlike as hell and like the Angela character and like her sisters and stuff like that in the comics are basically like anti-spawns, but they're just as bad. You know, they're just as violent and vicious and, and uncaring about people on earth. I think that so, is an interesting idea and that could be a good hook for a story. So I don't know that I actually, in those 12 issues, you never actually see heaven. Uh, no. You, the only thing you see is there is that child, like serial child murderer and he, he dies and then he wakes up in what he thinks is heaven. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that it's just him going through the different circles or layers of hell. Yeah, yeah, the um, tears of hell. And then they, they trick him into killing a kid who, in, what was it, in turn is actually a demon and is just using mm -hmm. him to well, do you get, something. And you get into a bit of it in the uh, animated series with the introduction of Angela and like that corporation that's really just a gateway to heaven and stuff like that. Mm. And I do think like that's an interesting focus on the war. Um, because it feels like they talk a lot about a war between heaven and hell you don't really get to yeah. see a lot and that's kind of the thing that's missing I'm like well just focus on that just do that just say it's already started and spawns maybe he could be important to it but it's like just give me the war you know like it kind of reminds me of like the matrix where it's like that you know like morpheus is like there's a war going on and then you know you watch people fight like you're like, I understand how this yeah. war works whereas in spawn they're like there's a war going on somewhere that's not here 
It sounds like you would really enjoy the Darksiders games. Because that's basically the story you I'm, just described. I'm fairly confident that Darksiders got some inspiration. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the problem is is that from where I'm sitting... accidentally wrote Darksiders is what you just told me. Yes, actually. From where I'm sitting, Darksiders is actually just a better spawn story. Well, you go one way or the other. You do the crow thing where you keep it really, really personal and you don't get into the mythology. Or you go the other way where you lean deep into the mythology and make that your strength. You know, like, you know, The Matrix is a movie that's a lot of people talking. It's a lot of exposition. But, you know, that exposition pays off. And I feel like spawns a lot of exposition. and For then literally nothing. Yep. It I, doesn't go I, anywhere. It took me, I started it two days ago and I read the first two issues. And I, you're like, this is so awesome. My, I have to stop now to my, savor it. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was like falling asleep. And so I picked it back up. Because it was up. so exhausting to read something so thrilling, right? Yeah. yeah. You were just too enthralled. Just, Todd just Collins' like, art was just too extreme for right. you. Like, Jesus, Todd, calm down. I just can't stay. I'm exhausted reading Todd, this, man. Todd, your very pages have made me come so many times. I just can't keep reading. <laughs> I just need to take a rest. I need Where a, are my uh, cigarettes? Jesus, I need some Gatorade. Oh, <laughs> but I, get so the Pedialyte. I, I, finished, I finished the 12 issues today. Um, I, wo- I woke so up. <laughs> Do what? This is the second time we're picking on Tommy. Rooney. I know we're so mean to this poor guy, and <laughs> by poor, poor guy I mean yeah, exactly. The story goes nowhere, and in those twelve issues, there is almost nothing tying the issues themselves together, other than the fact that Spawn is in an alley with homeless people. Well, that's that's kind of also uh, indicative of a lot of those image books at the time, which these artists broke away from Marvel. They formed their own company. And they started all these comics, and they're all concepts. And after issue one, you're like, like you're out of ideas. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to this. They're all like pilots, basically. You're like, great, what's next? I'm, I'm not, I guess, a huge. I don't know a lot about Image. I've I've read, you know, a lot of Kirkman's work, but mm-hmm. other than other than that, I don't know a ton the, about it. The image. second period of Image. So I noticed uh, Savage Dragon is in it for a split second. He's on a TV, and they're talking. Yeah, about yeah, that's like a reference to um, Eric Larson. They book. mentioned the Young Bloods a lot. That's Rob Liefeld's book. Okay, so I, I have no idea what the Young Bloods are, and they, uh, they X Force. Lots of X-Force. pouches. They're people that have lots of pouches. They were they were hit by a meteor that caused them to grow pouches on okay. their outfits. Because they, they talked about the Youngbloods a lot. And they constantly referred to Spawn as possibly being a Youngblood. Yeah, this is when they... This is back... The, the, the animated series was commissioned at a time where those were still kind of intricate, an intricate universe. And then the... We talked about it earlier. I can't remember which writer it was. I don't think it was Gaiman. Gaiman. Oh, Dave Sims. Dave Sims. Yeah. He did. He, so I wish you would have read it to see this issue. The, the that Dave was Sim issue. The, the creator of Cerebus. The oh. most interesting part <laughs> of that entire 12 issue run that I read. Yeah. Uh, Spawn goes to. I, what is it? Some kind of Supermax jail or whatever. It's like an alternate dimension, though, because he's like in a weird. Yeah. But he, he goes. He sees this jail cell or cell in a prison. And it has a bunch of hands reaching out of it, and they're all screaming, what, injustice or something? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But it's like all of the main Marvel and DC heroes' arms. It's just another excuse for the yeah. for the image guys and the indie it was guys just to an, like, yeah. fuck you. But yeah, like, it was just an opportunity for them to just say, this is bullshit the way yeah. you treated us. Or But I, I was not expecting that. I think it's more that. like, this ain't your daddy's comic book. It's, <laughs> oh, it's definitely true. got that feel. It's like you said, these were all ex-Marvel writers that literally said... Artists, not writers. Artists, excuse <laughs> As me. As you could tell by reading. Right. They <laughs> yeah. all said, you know, they literally quoted Bender. They said, fuck you, I'll create my own comic book. With blackjack and hookers. Yeah, like, 
That's basically what happened. They yeah. were like, Chris Claremont, we don't need him. We can do our own thing. And you're like, I think you might have needed Chris Claremont. <laughs> You've made a terrible miscalculation. <laughs> but I, I had no idea that was going to be a thing. And reading it, I was like, wait, is this... Because at one point, you see Superman give his powers to Spawn. And, well... And that was all part of this, like, dream state. It wasn't real. Yeah, so... This is going to get even more complicated, too, because then to... Compl- so, to complicate math- matters further, there's the Frank Miller, Todd McFarlane, Batman, Spawn crossover, which is canon to Frank Miller's Batman. So, Dark Knight Returns, Batman Year One... Uh, All-Star Batman and Robin and the Batman Spawn crossover (laughs) are are one canon. Then Marvel goes to the image creators and says, would you like to take over Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, and Fantastic Four? Produce those books in-house at Image and we will publish them. And Jim Lee went, yes, absolutely. Jim Lee was like, absolutely. I would love to put Spawn in your comics. uh, Jim Jim Lee did Fantastic Four. Will Sportaccio did Iron Man. Uh, Rob Liefeld did Captain America and Avengers. Were any of them good? No. (laughs) I think Jim Lee's Fantastic Four is kind of interesting. And actually, I think it's a really interesting proto um, kind of thing for Jim Lee, which is Rob Liefeld did what Rob Liefeld did and Will Sportasha did what Will Sportasha did. And it was like, they're epic now and they're fucking hardcore. And Captain America has is a PTSD and he's haunted by war and he wants to shoot people. And, rah, and Iron Man's like, fuck you, Hulk, I'll kill you. And, and Jim Lee's over here being like, I love the Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom steals the power cosmic. And then the Fantastic Four stop the moment. And he's just like, I love Fantastic Four. <laughs> Comic so you, books are fun. And so when you see him go to DC, you're kind of like, Oh yeah, you read that Fantastic Four, you're like, yeah, I could totally see why you're like DC. I love Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, like you could see his actual love for like comics, those the, the DC and Marvel characters in the Fantastic Four book, in the sense that he's like, it's kind of like the proto version of the of Ultimate Spider-Man, where Jim Lee's kind of like, but he's like, well, nothing's wrong with this. I'll just modernize it. I'm not gonna really change what Jack Kirby did. They all went to college together, but now because I can do it, let's say Tony Stark was there, went college with them, and Bruce Banner, because it's a whole big universe. Except or like that is Jim Lee's <laughs> tactic. And yeah, he's drawing it like Jim Lee would draw it. But at the same time, he's like, and then they get in the ship and Cosmic Race. He just he changes nothing, basically. Yeah. He's like, just a t- fun 12 issues of Fantastic Four. You said So that one's pretty good. You said Batman now, and Spawn, and now I'm remembering. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's a DC version of the crossover and an image version of the crossover, and Frank Miller with the image version, obviously. And now I think I'm remembering uh, Batman versus Judge Dredd. That's a thing, right? Uh, it, it must be. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it was, but I can't remember who I, I think, did that. I think Whoever I, won, we lost. I um, think I have the uh, graphic novel. Like you the, have the trade paperback I think I have the trade paperback. I swear it is in my attic somewhere. But uh, So, in Batman versus Spawn. Or, well, it's not versus. Sorry, Batman, it's just a crossover. Okay, in the crossover, I'm assuming Spawn still murders people. Yeah, and it's Frank Miller's Batman, so guess what? He still mm. murders people, too. Oh, okay. Alan Grant. Okay, so actually, classic um, Alan Grant and John Wagner drew, uh, wrote the uh, Batman Judge Dredd crossover. And check uh, out the cover. Simon Beasley drew the whole thing. What? You want to get this out of the attic? I'd like to read. <laughs> yeah, this. I'm. I'm with you. I'm interested. This is this this fits with my interests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next podcast, <laughs> <laughs> guys. We read Batman Judge Dredd. Judgment on Gotham. It was great. I'm in. This looks amazing. But yeah, I, I can't remember where... It's way better than Batman's <laughs> I can't remember where I got it, but mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like, yeah, why not? It was like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I think it was interesting, but it's it has been forever since I've read that. 
synopsis judge death makes a dimensional jump to gotham city murdering two lovers and a police officer batman defeats death who flees in spirit form among the remains of his host body batman finds a dimensional jump belt that he accidentally activates transporting him to mega city one Oh, like, I need to read this now. <laughs> sounds like this, a good movie. Fuck this Batman Ninja Turtles animated movie. Give Wait, me yeah, Batman Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, who cares about Batman and the Ninja Turtles? I want this. Are they still... It's happening. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not that. Uh, Dredd. <laughs> Are they making another Dredd movie? There's rumors of a TV show. They're shopping around. I think it's just... Still you know, yeah, really... they've been shopping that for a while. That, that Dredd movie a couple years ago. With Carl Urban. Yep. was great. It's it a good movie. It's a smart movie because Dredd's not the main character. Judge Anderson is the one with the arc. Yep. Smart move, because then Dread can be Dread. He doesn't have to take the helmet off. And he has a very, very small arc, which yeah. is which is she breaks protocol and he still passes her. Yep. So he learns, yeah, like he's the smallest of arcs. It's perfect. Warner Brothers, take note for your fucking Batman movie <laughs> <laughs> that you can't ever seem to get made. I can't believe we still haven't seen a Batman movie. I mean, The Dark Knight Rises was like seven years ago. It just feels like it's been a long time. Also, there was Batman v Superman. Right. and bit, Which so, in the theatrical cut is really just Batman. <laughs> ben Affleck yeah. is done as Batman, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, he's done. So what uh, What DC movies are left that are... Shazam comes out in April. Yep. Then Wonder Woman 84. Comes out next May. Yep. So, But Superman and Batman are gone, basically. Uh, Hen- the, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's and, uh, still a question mark. He's actually, he's still, as far as I'm it's, aware... It's un, he, it's, there's nothing official. We don't really know. Right. Most of the rumors say that, yes, he's still actively involved, but he wants a fuck ton of control. Why? Whatever could have happened to him? Because I still <laughs> I still want to see Henry Cavill play Superman with well. A, with a mustache? Yes. <laughs> you know that as soon as he walked out on set for those reshoots, reshoots, with that suit on and a mustache, you know he muttered to himself, I'm a producer from now on or I'm out. Like, you no, know, so, he was like, and no, I do not blame him at all. You know, he was like, never again. <laughs> so saying that though, Henry Cavill with a mustache aged up maybe 10 more years as a... Uh, Gordon? No, Invinc- <laughs> Invincible's dad. Um, oh. I, I think that would... Be, I guess be pretty good, but they're not doing a live action Invincible anymore, are they? No, they're doing the animated show. Yeah, they're yeah. doing the yeah. series, which they, to me is probably a smarter way idea. Better, probably, I hope. Yeah, we I may eat, we may eat these words. I don't know. We watched Spawn animated, and we watched the Spawn movie, and I would say neither of them were a great choice. But that movie was. Probably I would say nothing better. Spawn has ever been a great choice, except the original soundtrack inspired by the motion picture <laughs> Spawn. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. Fe- fe- featuring the Crystal Method and Filter doing a collaboration. Marilyn Manson doing a collaboration with the Sneaker Pimps. Orbital and Kirk Hammett. Korn and the Dust Brothers. Was... Butthole Surfers and Moby together, which sounds amazing. Was KMFDM not on there? Uh, I don't see any here. Not on the soundtrack. Um, That's shocking. Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot. What fucking Slayer song? No, th- th- They did collaborations oh. for the soundtrack. But a lot of these are original songs. Fire up your Spotify, bro. The so, Spawn soundtrack's where it's at. Continuing the bold tradition of shitty films that have good soundtracks. I mean, most of this sounds terrible now. I mean, this is a total nostalgia play because who the fuck wants to really listen yeah. to a song by Metallica and DJ Spooky? No. Stabbing D- Westward DJ and Joss. St- um, 14-year-old me would love that. 33-year-old me would love <laughs> Henry Rollins and Goldie. You're listening to this on the way home, aren't you? Yep. Listen to it now in my head. <laughs> 
Oh my god. But anyway, that's the best thing. The one of the best spawn things is the soundtrack. That's a real low bar, though. <laughs> also, the Sam and Twitch spinoff book written by Brian Michael Bendis and John by Alex Maleev. I do want to check that out. It's good. It's good. I think you. You wrote... said it's short too. It's like twenty. Yeah, I think you wrote like the first like nineteen issues. It's great. I mean, it's it's Jan Bendis and uh, uh, Jan Alex Maleev, and I want to say Ashley Wood might have done some interiors. I know. I know Wood did covers. Does that series, their series, still have the? over grit and edge well because it's sim and twitch it's just about two detectives in the world of spawn so it's basically like is, it's basically just true detective but you know magic is real <laughs> i just didn't know if like every other page is like, like half naked girls imagine and, like, if the mobsters. movie imagine if the movie bright didn't suck that sounds pretty good yeah <laughs> and, and it was written by brian michael bendis yep has so has Bendis ever written a movie or done anything uh, that's gotten made? No, no. Uh, he was heavy into powers, which the was oh, yeah. yeah, shit. I don't even know how actually involved he was, other than a producer. Or if it, did he actually write any episodes? Though? I think he did have did some writers' credits on that. But he's yeah, written, that was not good. He's written a lot of adaptations of his own work that's never gotten made, particularly Torso. Can't say I've heard of that one. Torso is about Elliot Ness when he retired and allegedly found the Torso killer in Cleveland and couldn't keep the charges, so he secretly. Uh, killed him. It's a crime murder mystery. The movie's been set up. I mean, David Fincher was going to make it for a while. Bendis has written the script. I mean, Paul Greengrass was attached at one point. Like, like it never got made, though it's still yet to get made, but Bendis has written several drafts of it. That's upsetting. What was that? My phone falling. Sorry. I forgot it was in my lap and I moved my leg. <laughs> you want to check it? You good? Hey, it's fine. <laughs> What's done is done. It'll buff out. <laughs> it'll buff like, out. It's, it's, you know, it's Schrodinger's box or whatever if I pick it up. Schrodinger's it's, cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably broken. Yeah, until you. I mean, look I guess at the it. box belonged to Schrodinger too. Yeah. <laughs> it's generally spooky called Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong in that I assume he also owned the box. <laughs> Maybe it's his friend's box. He just put his cats in. And the unstable isotope there within. Um, I know Goldfish was set up for a while, which is basically him doing the good, the bad, and the ugly, but as a modern day gangster tale mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah, I've heard of that one. All a lot of his indie stuff's been set up. Obviously, Powers. Spent years in development at FX before Sony finally pulled the trigger. That was a that was a weird move making it only available. What was it on on PlayStation? Was the only way? Yeah, yeah they it? they they made it a PlayStation exclusive, and then they immediately abandoned the idea that they would do that, so they stopped supporting it. And I'm like, well, that's not really how building streaming yeah. service works. You got to kind of commit for like five years. You got to kind of fight it. I mean, you just got to do it, man. You can't start canceling stuff. Yeah, because it, it only got the one season, right? It got two. Yeah, two. I got two. Okay, so I watched most of the first season, but that was... I was watched, that pre-Sony View or whatever? I watched the yeah. pi- the pilot, and I went... I, I love the comic and went, this is not for me. Right. It's kind of like Preacher in the sense that I was like, I love this comic. This isn't for me. I feel like that's how... If they made a, a show or animated anything, uh, The Boys... They, it's coming. Is and it? Is on. Oh. The trailer doesn't look terrible. Is it going to have Simon Pegg? Yes, as the dad of that character <laughs> oh, who what dies. The fuck? <laughs> okay. That's cool, though. You got to yeah, admit. Yeah, it's kind of cool. As Wee Huey's dad, who gets ripped apart by the speedster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Carl Urban is Butcher. All right. It looks way better than it should be. You're like, I kind of looked okay. at it, and I was like, and they did one of the trailers is just a fake ad for the Justice League in that yeah. universe. Uh, like, a, like a PR ad for them, and I was like, all right. Is it, the boys is pretty, uh pretty adult is it's it? on amazon so i would assume so, yeah, they, they can, can do, do whatever, whatever they want. want 
I never actually got that far in the I, series. I hope they tone some of that down because I like Garth Ennis, but some of that stuff you don't. A little you ridiculous. Don't want, you don't want that. What do they What do they call the uh, the Justice League and the boys? Aren't the se- they, are they just called the Seven. But when they first introduce them, aren't they literally just having a gangbang on their? Technically, when they first introduce them, they accidentally murder Huey's parents. Yeah, and I just remember there was a lot of fucking. Yeah, because it's, Gar- it's Garth Ennis. They were like, we have superpowers. We're going to control the world and fuck each other a lot. The only reason. <laughs> I read that series is somebody at uh, the comic shop I was just like Mm I'm out of comics to read. I read my Walking Dead and I read my Invincible. I have read my Robert Kirkman. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so what do I do next? And he was like, have you read The Boys? And I was like, sounds awful. And he's like, but no, check it out. And I was like, okay, Simon Pegg. I, I don't know. Did you ever read um, Preacher? No. You should. Um, I, so Imagine after... if The Boys was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, like... <laughs> when the show came out and you and I had that conversation about mm. it, uh, I did read the first issue or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, before watching the show, and they were very different. Yeah, I love that um, book. That that book is amazing. That's still Garfinis's like masterpiece. It is that and Sandman are the two things that I really need to just power through. Sandman, I made. I like it, Sandman. I made it through. A I'm a goth couple. kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In order to get my goth license, I had to read Sandman and like it. Uh, Sandman. I had to. I had to read Sandman, like it, date at least three girls who like Sandman, and buy them replacement Sandman trades that they had fucked up with nail polish. Yep. More than one girl. And I'm assuming Invader uh, Zim and Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> kids, that leads into you. When you work at a comic book shop and you're guff and you date people, you buy a lot of Sandman trades with your discount. <laughs> I've bought volume three of Sandman multiple times in my life. For some reason, mine was always Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That was You're like, a little younger than me, so I could see why. Yeah, that and The Crow. Most, I think The Crow book was a little too arty for most of the people. I, know. I liked it. Um, I like it too. Oh, I'm that's... You know me, I hate RT thing. <laughs> oh, you know me. <laughs> I hate esoterica. <laughs> but no, I like I like the Crow comic. It's it's incredibly already. Steve, you might like the Crow comic because I know you're not a huge fan of the movie, so the the book's a little bit more artfully yeah, done. Yeah, I've heard good things. I so need you, to pick you, it up. You might like the book, yeah. It is the only other acceptable form of the crow. Every every sequel or any other iteration of the crow has been garbage. You mean like Crow City of Angels? Or Salvation, or... Wicked Prayer. Wicked Prayer. Yep. Or the show, the short-lived TV show with Mark Zagoskis, Stairway to Heaven. I don't Ugh. think I've seen it since it aired. I, I believe when no it aired... No one has. But you watched like, it while it aired. I, did, I didn't watch impressive. it. Impressive. Um, <laughs> even, even I'm not that big a crow stand. <laughs> no, I think my sister-in-law was watching it. Never never I mean, grabbed me. <laughs> the crow is kind of like, like, hey, would you like Spawn, but you don't like metal? <laughs> You'll probably like the crow. But I like... Spawn. Uh, I'm sorry. I like the crow and I like metal. You're a weird one. You do not fit but into any box. But I don't like Spawn. Yeah. It doesn't work. So what you're saying is you wish Spawn had that cure song. I wish Spawn had more emotion. <laughs> I do too. I, <laughs> I think I we think, could all agree I, I Spawn think, could use some more character I think, emotion. I think there are great things in it, but it never gets fleshed are out. There? The... the the cape. Yeah. Yes. The cape. <laughs> Everyone's like, yep, the cape. But no, like the, the concept of, you know, coming back and then seeing your wife is now with your best friend, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. It's been done to death. But I do think that could have been built on to make an interesting story. But in the comics, it as far as 12 issues in, it never gets touched on. He just kind of talks about it every once in a while. Like, man, it sure sucks. 
Boy, it sure does suck to be Spawn. Yeah, it sucks to be Spawn. I'm going to do mythical things real quick. Boy, I just don't like being Spawn. But if I, if I don't know what your goal is after 12 issues, I'm out. Yeah, well, I mean... After this, f- even a couple issues, I'm out. This is a big problem with a lot of those early image books is, you know, these artists were not writers, and it really shows. Like, they're not plotted that well. You're just like, where are we going? What is this about? And 300 years... 300 issues... 300 years. 300, 300 issues, years of Spawn. 300 issues later, I think we're still like, where is this going? Well, I mean, it's 12 issues is, but that is, that is a year of commitment of going to your, your comic book shop and buying these by well, monthly or whatever. When Spawn came out, it was still a boom. And by issue 12, I think we were in the comic book bust. I mean, Spawn yeah. is, I would say one of the reasons to talk about Spawn too is like, it is the poster child for the comic book speculation boom. Millions yeah. of copies of Spawn number one sold because the idea would be worth something one day. Now you can get like 20 copies of Spawn number one for a dollar total. Like, they sell it to you by the lawn box. <laughs> it's all issue one of Spawn, a lot of Jim Lee's X-Men number one. But still, like, if, if I've committed a year to a series, it, it had better fucking do something. There better be a plot, and Spawn just does not have that. You know what? To Todd McFarlane's credit, Spawn number 12 came out 13 months after number one. It's better than Kirkman did for, like, the first half of The Walking Dead. So, who won that? Kirkman? Not society. I don't know. You watched season 10 of The Walking Dead. You tell me. I still think you need to watch it. It's cool, though. We're getting a third. You need to watch season 10 of The Walking Dead. Really? Because I think you should hop into Doctor Who right now. I think it is very interesting how they are taking this show where all of their... All of the main characters... I know you don't give a shit. All all of the main characters that carry that comic book that make that story work, all all of those actors (laughs) said, we got to go. So they found a way to rewrite the show. I'm sorry. I hate you guys. Sorry, I fell asleep for a second. You were talking about The Walking Dead? They're, they're essentially having to rewrite the show with new characters, and I think it is... These are not selling points. Yeah. No way that's going to go wrong. But it, it shouldn't work, but it does, and the show is surprisingly better for it. But on, on The Walking Dead, I don't know if either of you guys have heard anything about it, but... It's a show about zombies. The game that just came out recently. The Telltale game or a no. different game? Um, no, Overkills. Yeah, Overkills The Walking Dead. It's the company that made Payday. Uh, yeah, Payday and Payday 2. Yep. Don't know how that ever went wrong. Yep. Well, to be fair, Payday was good. Uh, Payday 2 was good too, as long as you were playing it on PC. Yep. And every other version of it, they abandoned. So, The Walking Dead came out. Um, their game. Their game, The Walking Dead. And it had a decent amount of hype. They had made all kinds what, of... What was the style of uh, It was Payday with zombies. Yeah. Gotcha. More or less. Um... Yeah, just survive, fortify your area, and mm-hmm. kill zombies. Uh, uh, it was Fortnite. <laughs> in in theory, it should have been a pretty good game. It was Fortnite, except Robert Kirkman gets a cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, on that, uh, it came out on PC, and it did fucking terribly. It was supposed to come out on consoles, uh, I believe, next month. Yep. And as of a week ago... Yeah, they uh, shit can uh, it. Robert Kirkman said... Fuck this game. Sorry. And removed it from pretty much anywhere except for PC. And they are... I think they disabled the ability to purchase it. Yeah, no, it's done. They're... Um, and they're trying to figure out how to refund it. But I I can't think of any game that has failed So that how has Overkill gotten... Final Fantasy XIV before Realm Reborn. Right. So how, how has Overkill 
well, I guess what I'm really asking is how is Overkill Fallout 76? How has Overkill failed up? But that's pretty much how everything works. <laughs> I was like, how did oh, they no, fail? Oh no, they didn't fail up. That company's saying, you, probably going to go. Well, under. see, you failed. So, but Payday Two failed, and then the response is, no, well, no, how no, about no. Payday Two didn't Payday, necessarily fail. Payday Two is not a fail, and even the slightest regard. I think if you but release they, something to consoles and then it doesn't work, and you give up, the idea that you would that Payday Two would have a problem like that. And then you're, and then instead of being like, "Wow, we should really like backtrack," we failed. Instead of being like, "Yeah, how about more money and stakes with an IP?" It's kind of like the Zack Snyder fade. It's like Batman or Man of Steel had some problems. Would you like Batman and more money? <laughs> how about the Justice League? <laughs> I don't know what the the justification is for it, but I'm assuming they just don't have the staff, and they low don't have. Better. They they were low. It was low is better. It was just like, well, we need to get somebody to do this. Who's going to be cheapest? And I no. I can almost promise you, the majority of their players, even after launching it on all consoles, their biggest fan base was still PC, mm-hmm. and all the DLC that they sold, their biggest base was on PC. And they said, this yeah, is it, where our money is. Well, yeah, so but it, you're The Walking Dead, you, I mean, it, it seems like you would know that there'd be a, a, a healthy chance at revenue at a console release. But well, no, no it's and, not that. And that was going to happen. But the PC version tanked. <laughs> but the game is not good. <laughs> no, the, the PC version did not. Like it, it made, I think they said, three well, million. Well, no, it was also shitty. It like, was like shit by yeah, it was like a problem. Yeah. The release was yeah. problematic. Well, it was just, and they made like three million, but now they're having to refund all of it, I believe. Yeah, this isn't the telltale where it's like, oh, that sucks. This I is mean, the- literally, Overkill, when console players complained about what was going on with Payday 2, they straight up told them, oh, well, if you really like it, you should just go play it on PC. So, don't you people have phones? Yeah, it, it literally. <laughs> so, shame Corey's not here. <laughs> you want to call him? Do you want to skate Corey in real quick? Where's your PC? This one has mixed minus. I thought that was interesting, especially that Kirkman, more or less, was a deciding factor in that. He was like, I'm sorry, this game is not well, he owns up. the IP, technically speaking. Yeah, he, he uh, it was Skybound Productions that was yeah. producing the game. And yeah, he owns the IP. I mean, it's his, he said, his control. This does not meet our quality standards Blah, yes, blah. our quality Walking Dead standards. This is gone. This is not Fear the Walking Dead level quality. I, oh, good news. We're getting a third series now. Plus those movies. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Meanwhile, Denai Guerrero is out. So uh, <laughs> She's got Black Panther sequels to be in. More power to her. She's yep, great in those movies. Absolutely. The way they're handling that's real weird. They're just not there. Like Matt, That's because Endgame reshoots. Yep. Lauren, Lauren Cohen, the girl that plays Maggie, I guess. That's because she's on a TV show. Right. Uh, she, I give that one a month. Just to give you an idea, though, she no. basically just disappears. And they're like, yeah, she had to go think. <laughs> yeah. She she went to go think on some problems we've had. I have to go back to my home and, planet. So she and she's the leader of the hilltop in the show, and um, so she leaves to think and leaves Jesus in charge. Then they do time jumps. They do a two year time jump, and then they do a six year time jump. And um, Maggie's still not there, and they bring her up, but uh, yeah, because someone's making a TV show. Where's that Maggie at? Someone's taking it. Brian, it's you thing. just not even that long ago were trying to sell us on watching season ten. I know, right? And it's, now it's, you're telling me and now that you're it's doing me, this. No, and now you're telling me I should watch Whiskey Cavalier. Yeah, <laughs> if I no. want to see Lauren Cohen. Absolutely not. Uh, but no, I, I do think. But it's the, it's the same thing with Deny Guerrero. It's like, hey, Avengers Endgame shoot. I mean, not even reshoots because they knew they were going to shoot more. I mean, she ain't there because she didn't get dusted. This season is. 
T'Challa got dusted in her hands. I'm sure she's traumatized. Can't, can't wait. This season is absolutely <laughs> better than the last like four seasons, maybe five seasons of The Walking Dead. That's not okay. I know I say this a lot. Not a high bar. These are not selling points. Yeah, but I am shocked they're do- they're trying to do a third. Or I've made these are batch of brownies. They give you twenty percent less diarrhea than the previous <laughs> batch. <laughs> this this batch of brownies has twenty percent less lead. What what is the new series called? I, I they all we know don't is that fear it's, the walking dead. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need more of this in my life. No more zombies. Yeah, I, need, I don't need more zombies. I don't need more superheroes. George A. Romero died, and so did my interest in this genre. <laughs> I'm uh, I've been over zombies for for quite a while. I just read The Walking Dead out of habit. I don't even care anymore. I think it's been really good. I like where it's going. I think the oh problem, good another uprising. I think the problem right now is that what we're de- what they're dealing with is. Something that you're going to want to read like six issues at a time, not month to month. It's just we're, we're literally in the same position again. There's yeah. another uprising. Yeah. Oh, no. People are sucking again. Oh, no. Oh, we are the walking dead. 180 issues. <laughs> yeah. <like, laughs> kind of. Okay, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not even kind of. I, I do think what they're doing right now is a little different. I know it's not. Like, it's the same idea. No, what's different about it? That Rick is... Old. Kind of, well, he's, he's old now. <laughs> he's grown a beard to show that time has passed. Yeah, and he's got a little tiny hook hand. But I feel like he's leaning into it more than he has in the past. As listen far to, as like, he's yeah. more beard. Yeah. He's more beard now than man. Twisted <laughs> and evil. I'm curious to see where this art goes. I do wonder what the end game is and how long it's realistically going to take. I don't think but there I, is an end game. I, yeah, I really don't, I don't think, think he, he knows one. how he this He said ends. he had one like two years ago. Oh, whatever. The shows will have to be long canceled. And then like two years later, I'll be like, I guess I'm done with this comic. I'm real curious to see how many seasons we get of that show. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I bet 12. 12? Yeah. I, I could see them trying two more years. I could see them straggling along with a season 11 and then going... All right, let's do one last season. We'll say it's the last season. We'll get everybody back. And it, what it'll do? Done. What they'll do is they'll put out this third series. It'll fail miserably, and then that is going to be the tipping point in which which they start losing Fear the Walking Dead viewers, which it will disappear. Then they'll have to end on, the Walking Dead. I will say, on the other hand, AMC doesn't fucking have anything else. Right, and that that's they why control, they keep doing this. They're, which is also why, yeah. So they're I, becoming the Walking Dead network. Because they don't own anything else. Yeah, and they should probably start looking. Well, <laughs> into they, the, into it's the, almost the, like diversifying is a wise choice in all things. They, in, well, into they into tried, the but they kept failing because the problem they had is, is that they kept conflicting with studios who were making shows, and they conflicted with. Sony, who made Breaking Bad, they conflicted with Lionsgate, who made Mad Men, and they went, well, we'll make our own stuff because we're tired of dealing with these studios. Um, it's the video game thing, again, uh, from from uh, from our Super Mario discussion, or from our Warcraft discussion, yeah. where it's like, they're like, well, it's, how hard could it be to make TV? Apparently very hard, because it turns out Low Winter Sun didn't quite cut it. Into the Badlands didn't quite yeah, cut it. That's... Hell on Wheels didn't quite cut it. For the Did you see how Dead... Sony took that Breaking Bad movie oh. to Netflix and not to AMC? Yep. Sorry, they also own um, Low Winter Sun. Norman Norman Reedus Ride. <laughs> that <laughs> I've never watched, but I can't. I, have you? No, I no, I don't believe you. I think I you have. have. Not, promise. No, you. I think you fucking watched that show. And I think they're on season three. 
or two. You and know. I, I, no, well, they, they play ads for it when I'm is watching Is it an hour or a half an hour? I have no idea. Now, but, speaking of Norman Reedus, do we I'll have, like a, do we, do, do we have a tentative know. date for Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus, a.k.a. Death Stranding? I thought they said, <laughs> I heard that they said this year, and I think I think all of the media, all of video game media went, no. No. But they said I this year. I don't know, year. maybe. I, I'd be willing to believe this year, actually. Yeah. No. Mm. Kojima always does that shit where he's like, no, I, yeah. I would really believe this year because I believe I almost certain Cyberpunk will be this year. Cyberpunk Hopefully. apparently is at E3 is fully but, playable. It's yeah. just being finished. Right. So I believe Since that'll be that'll be probably November of this year. I'll be interested to see how that goes. I, 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 I can't played, wait. I played a lot of Cyberpunk 2020. The oh, RPG, yeah. The RPG. And I, I love Neuromancer so much, I've even read the sequels. That was some Ooh. bold decision-making on your part. Last but that game looks good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game looks very good. I'm very excited. It's always more of a Philip K. Dick man myself. I don't know who that is. Scanner Darkly. Yep. The uh, book, Do Androids Dream, Dream of, of Electric, Electric Sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Blade which Hunter. is the basis, the loose basis for Blade Runner. Yeah. And Total Recall, which is we can remember it for you wholesale. So the adjustment team, the uh, which which is the basis for the adjustment bureau, a science fiction film about hats. You'll see it. We'll watch it next time. Oh <laughs> Lord. You'll yearn for Spawn. <laughs> no. You'll pray. No. Oh, no. y'all think that? I'm not doing any. Of I this. would rather watch that than Spawn at this point. I'll take Dull over over Malbogia. Yeah, over John Leguizamo farting. Spawn, Spawn. He's our man. If he no, that wasn't him farting. That was the clown. That was the characters. <laughs> it wasn't real. Those weren't real farts. Steve, that was just him acting. <laughs> no, that was the clown that was farting, though. The little That's gas cloud. Who do you think I'm talking about? John Leguizamo was the clown. That was Luigi from the Super Mario Brothers. John Leguizamo is clown. You just now realized that? you didn't know that? I did not know that. That's Who did you think it was? I didn't know who the fuck it was. It was John Leguizamo. Yeah, that was Luigi. And I've been Brian. Yeah, well, I guess I guess that's a good place to end. That's as good as place to end. Oh, no. John Leguizamo, what have you done? John Leguizamo was in what? Oh, God. Oh, God. That just broke my brain. Kids, say no to Spawn. Yeah. Dare to keep kids off Spawn. That's my new, that's my new campaign. I wish, I wish Spawn had come out 10 years earlier, because then you could have actually had, like, Spawn PSAs in the 80s for the animated series. Like, the kid's trying to cross the street, and he's like, hold on. Now, Jimmy, you must know to look both ways before crossing the street. Oh, because of cars, Mr. Spawn? No, because of ice cream truck driving pedophiles. Yeah. And just the guy drives by a fucking clown, and he's like, he's like I'm here to rape you. Yeah. And you're like, thanks, Spawn. <laughs> And knowing is half the battle. That's why I said we were watching the animated series, and I was just like, pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> What's wrong, Jenny? I was thinking of running away from home. Why? A fight with your parents? <laughs> yes, Spawn. <laughs> it's dangerous out there, Jenny. Do you know about sex trafficking? <laughs> Jenny, you don't want to run away from home. You live in an alley. But Spawn, you live in an alley. Yes, but I'm a superhero. And that's where superheroes live when they fight the demons of hell. You should go home. I bet you can work it out. I would not call him a superhero. Spawn, does my dad drink too much? Well, Benny. Have you talked to a loved one or a trusted adult? <laughs> Sometimes when I'm battling demons with my hooks that come out of my chest 
and my cape that slaughters people by slitting their throats. I think I could use a sit down. I wish I had a support group like your dad has. That includes you, Benny. <laughs> Thanks, Spawn. The more you know. <laughs> With Spawn. And I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. I've been David. I've been Steve. And I'm Brian. You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly. Tilly.